Hello there and welcome to the CWIB podcast show. If you haven't already heard, we've launched our very own CWIB free app, full to the brim with information, encouragement and godly support for you and your business. To download the app, head over to the Apple App Store or Google Play and search Christian Women in Business or head over to the show notes for the direct link. Don't forget, if you love the app, please give us a review. Keep being awesome. G'day and welcome to podcast 87 of the Christian Women in Business podcast show. It is so great to have you on the show today. I am excited because we have a lovely guest from all the way on the other side of the world who will join us today. Uh, This beautiful lady is a licensed psychologist who founded and owns her own practice in Durham, Greenleaf. Um, So Psychology and support services has been consistently growing uh, since opening six and a half years ago. That is a really good epic amount of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With over 10 employees, um, this beautiful lady is also uh, a broad certified life coach, somatic experiencing practitioner, and lay minister alongside her husband, Tim. Wow. This beautiful lady is a mother and stepmother and has used the wounds of her past as well as the skill set she has acquired to study to minister professionally and personally to women and families for many years. So welcome to the podcast show, Dr. Barbara Lowe. So, so great to be here. I love what you're doing, SJ. I love seeing women Uh, come into their positions of power and into their callings and rock in the world. (laughs) Rock in the world, one person at a time. That's right. (laughs) So you sound like you have a very, very interesting life with lots of different hats and different things going on. So could you please share with us today um, how you ended up where you are and how that all came about? We'd love to hear your story. Sure. Well, I'm going to go back a ways to all the way back to high school, but I will give the, the, the Reader's Digest version. <laughs> uh, what's interesting about me is that I, have, I do have a PhD from the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. But back when I was in high school, I actually almost failed out of high school. I had so many family problems going on. It was hard for me even to attend high school. And I cut so much that my senior year, I almost failed out. I passed, I think, with almost all Fs and and like a D in a core class I needed. So uh, when I became a Christian at 19, I struggled. I struggled with my self-concept. I struggled with, you know, in my stupid, just, you know, all that negative messaging that the enemy can throw at us. And over time, the Lord opened up doors for me to go to undergraduate and uh, put a dream in my heart to become a psychologist and to see women and families and children set free 
Along the way, he did a tremendous amount of work in setting my heart free. I knew that I was going to go back and get a PhD in psychology one day, and that that happened sooner than what I thought because at that time in my life, my husband, my children's dad, left me, and I had two little babies, and it didn't seem like an ideal time, and I wanted to be home with my kids longer, but I knew I needed to go back to school, and that has come full circle where I was able to finish a PhD. I have lovely, healthy boys. I also have some stepchildren who are out of the house. I'm obviously remarried now. And I started this practice and I started it on my own. And at first it was just me. And then I began hiring people into the second year. And now we have a beautiful team of mental health clinicians who are working to heal the community. That's awesome. That's so, so good. And I know that there, there will be a few listeners out here who are either counselors or psychologists and they're thinking about maybe starting their own practice, but they're not really sure how to break through or how that might look or even just like, what is the first step for me to move moving sure. forward? And you have an incredible story of, you know, bringing, okay, so this bad stuff happened. I proved the world wrong and kicked butt in university and I've been healed and now I'm helping others. And not only am I helping others, I have a team of people who yes. are also healing the community so yes. you must have this vortex of wisdom and knowledge <laughs> and seeing your presence, lots of brightness yeah. and enthusiasm for people. What are your five tips for a, a lady who is sat here listening to the podcast today, thinking about starting mm -hmm. her own practice that you would share with her, even if it was your younger self, what would you share back about what you've learned through this process? If yeah. you can put it into five points. <laughs> well, I will try. So the first thing that I will say is find some good coaches and that no one, well, you have to realize no one's going to be perfect as a coach. Some of my coaches are, are older men who maybe don't even understand sometimes that some of the things they say are a little bit gendered, you know, and so you just kind of let that that filter through and you receive the gift that they're really trying to give you. I took some business courses. I talked to some people who had done it before me. I had to realize that some of the people who I talked to were competitive and didn't want me to succeed. And then others yeah. really did want to invest. And so I looked for those people who did want to invest in me. And now I've become a person that loves to invest in others. I, yeah. I, I think we need to get rid of that, uh, that we need to have community over competition. So look for mentors to seek out information, to learn how to start a business, because you definitely need to learn that business side. And then also seek training in growing in your craft. So for me, it was being growing in therapy skills. Really, I had much stronger assessment skills because my PhD was in school psychology. So I, I had some therapy skills, but I really needed to grow in those. So I invested in lots of trainings or I signed up to be coordinators of training so I could get free training. So 
expand your training, expand your knowledge, expand your support, and then do your research. Do really good market research. So I, I did, I wrote a business plan. I did market research. I looked to see what other people were doing. And I looked to see where what I was going to offer was going to be unique. And and how I was going to have my voice and my vision that I believe the Lord gave me for our community come through. I want to go back to the, uh, the community over competition because I will say that I, that it, I think that's so important as you're starting out and that it's so important to continue to, to continue to network and to build other people up and especially other women up and other, other practice owners up, even though you are a practice owner, that there's plenty to go around. Probably if I think this would be number five, a fifth key was in networking. I, I took people out for coffee and when I took them out I, or coffee or lunch and I would say, tell me what you do. I want to know everything about what you do and who I can refer to you. And when I asked them that and really, truly had a heart to hear what they do and to see the good things that were going on in our community, those folks ultimately said, tell me what you do. Who can I refer to you? And my first referrals were from those folks. That's and awesome. Yeah, and so network, love people, uh, community over competition, getting mentors, and then keeping mentors along the way is important. I still, I have an advisory board that I meet with a couple times a year to give me advice, especially on the financials. I'm going to add in a sixth one because I think it's also important to over time hire the right people. Uh, if you're not good at bookkeeping, hire out a bookkeeper. Uh, if you're not good at billing, hire out someone who will do your billing uh, and, and build your practice wise along the way, bringing in the right talent and realize that you might have to have a little bit of turnover until you find the right people. And that's okay. Just be kind to people along the way. Keep looking for the right people. And then once you have them, treat them really well. That's awesome. Yeah. I want to go back um, to the point you made in number one and you kind of accelerated a little bit that later on, but that is finding mentors who have your best interests at heart. You're saying being wise in your discernment and asking the Holy Spirit for more discernment that when you're seeking out coaches or mentors, it can be quite, you're putting yourself in a very, very vulnerable position. And it is important, yes, to find the right coach and to find the right coach or mentor that does have your best interest in heart to stop you from being hurt. And if, like you were saying, Dr. Barbara, if you can get your mindset to the right place of knowing, yes, we're in the kingdom of God. Like there is bountiful knowing who you are and that you are part of a kingdom that is limitless. The only limit to God is he has no limits, right? <laughs> so <laughs> he is limitless. He really is. So if you have that, heart full of love for people and love for the Lord man you just know that there's so much in the world out out there for you and you've inherited the thing that Jesus died for so if you can't find a coach that doesn't have that same standard that's completely okay and move on don't waste your time don't feel uncomfortable move on and find that coach who has 
same and even better standards so you can learn so you can soak in their goodness and their wisdom and if you can put out that vibe in your networking as well going back to point number six thank you for sharing six and that's oh no sorry number five networking talk take taking people out for coffee I, I don't love coffee I don't drink coffee but I love taking people <laughs> out for coffee and yeah like you said just everything on the table I'm here I want to learn about you I want to bless you I want to refer people to you I just want to bless you with today I just had another podcast and I they asked me what my skill was and I said my skill my number one gifting has to be giving out really good hugs like uh-huh. if you need a hug I am your girl. So even being able to take people out and just giving them a good heartfelt hug and letting them feel loved, like let's just spread this love around people. I just think that's really great. And if you can do that in business, like that's when you're bringing the kingdom element to business. It's sharing that love, going in there going, I want to take you out for coffee. I don't want anything in return, only to be in your presence today and to give you my full attention. So they are some really great, great points. And I love them. Thank you so much for sharing. And um, another point that I absolutely loved is um, when you said about hiring people and knowing that you might have a bit of churn and that that's okay. I mean, what's such a reassurance to know? Someone once said the saying, hire slow and fire fast. Um, I so believe that. Yeah, Yeah, I so believe that. And like you said, you don't have to fire or manage out in a really bad, hard way. You can do it in a really kind, loving, graceful way. So, you know, no bitterness here, people. Let's Mm -hmm. have grace. But go, you know what? I just don't think that we're the right fit or if this this is going to work. Like, I think your skill set would be better in X role. And then finding, and you will learn through that process as well and go, okay, maybe I don't need someone with this type of personality. Actually, I might need someone with this personality or values or whatever it is. And you can learn through that process too. It's amazing how everything is just an absolute learning game. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yeah, we've developed an interview system that is a process of three interviews and we've standardized it. Uh, So the first interview, well, I consider uh, hiring like or interviewing kind of like dating, but not in a weird way. You know, (laughs) I'm not that kind of therapist that you see on TV doing weird things. But anyway, yeah. But the first interview is like, tell me about you. Tell me your strengths and weaknesses. And I expect to share my own strengths and weaknesses too, like the the strengths and weaknesses of the practice. People will find me talking about money and, 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 and really, I bring forth things in the first interview, I think quicker than what other people would, because I want to be authentic and I want people to know this is who we are. And then we decide, both of the candidate and I decide, should we go on a, should we take it to the next level, which is an interview too. And if they feel like we're a good fit and we feel like they're a good fit, we'll invite them to a level two interview. And there we do case processing and I'm not afraid to ask really hard questions. And if I don't like their answer, I'll ask, well, tell me more. And what if this, what if you need to go deeper with this person? And, you know, I've really had some interesting moments in interviews where people have realized themselves, even from the questions I was asking, that they're not a good match. And 
even have some tearful moments sometimes, not because I'm being mean, but because I, I'm kind of, I'm kind, but I'm rigorous in how I interview. But I love to use interviews also to say, you know what, you might not be a good match here, but here's what, how I think you can get to where you want to be. I, if I were you, I would do this training and this training and get some years of experience here and then come back around to this. So I love investing people that way. Our third interview is like meet the family. So that's where we have a group interview and the, the it's much more informal. We always have cake from a really great place, a baking place around the street. So we always look forward to eating cake. And the team shares a little bit about themselves. Uh, the, the interviewee shares about themselves. And I even leave the room for the last 15 minutes and have the interviewee ask any questions they want of the team without me present. And the team doesn't tell me what they asked so that they can really get a feel for us. That's really nice. Yeah. yeah. And then I have my team rate the person and give me feedback. Wow. So we're pretty rigorous with how we interview. Yeah. And is that something you learned from someone or is that just something you developed yourself? You know, I, I developed that myself, but, but having said that, nothing is developed in a void, right? Like yeah. I'm sure I originally borrowed something from someone and then developed it further oh, yeah. and heard an idea here. So I wouldn't give me too many kudos for that because I'm all about working smarter and not harder. <laughs> Well, that was really good. Whoever came up with it, God, that was good. That's a yeah. really great interview process. Thank you so much for sharing. So, yeah. So on a day-to-day -day basis, how do you incorporate God into your business? Well, I was just reading the, I was just reading yesterday or the day before I woke up and the scripture that the Lord had me on Every, every morning I wake up and I spend time with the Lord. The scripture he had me on was know the condition of your flocks. And I consider my team here and I consider my clients. I also consider people that my husband and I minister to and our children, our responsibility as far as before the Lord that we need to be knowing where we can, where people's hearts are and praying for those people and being good to those people. Those are those are the tribe that the Lord has given us. So, so I start out in the morning often praying, uh, praying for my business, praying for my team. And I'll have to say that the Lord has led me to have a, a secular business, but be a Christian within it. So I do hire some people who are Christians and Christian counselors, but there are other people here who are Christian friendly, but not necessarily. Yeah. My business isn't, a, isn't like a ministry. And so that in of itself is really an interesting dynamic that the Lord has led me to. So they're seeing, I've had many people in my business just recently at, an inter, at a level three interview that we had on Wednesday, yesterday, one of the team members said, I've worked in a lot of different places and I've seen a big disparity between what the leadership said and what they did. And he said, here is, has been an incredibly corrective experience for me because this is the closest I've ever seen those things. And it's been really healing for me. Wow. So, yeah. So I think people see something real and something healing. I've had several of our team members say, this is the best place I've ever worked. And uh, we recently had our practice manager leave because she wanted to go into corporate. And as she when people leave, we call them alums. So they still come back for like family parties and stuff. 
or like, um, not family parties, but like holiday parties yeah. and, and baby showers. And she said, I know I need to do this because this has always been a dream of mine, but I am so heartbroken because this is the, this is, I know I'll never work at a place this good again. So wow. I think that there's something real and I, I try to really maintain a culture that reflects the Lord and be, be loving and kind and boundaried and mean what I say and make time for people. I also bring the Lord into my business and that I continue to hear him and follow him. He told me when I first started this business, he said, five years into this business, I'm going to change you from just clinician to author speaker clinician. And what is really interesting is that in the third quarter of my fifth year, I made a friendship with someone, I began a friendship with someone in Charisma Media who almost immediately saw something in me. He said, we want to host a podcast for you and we want to publish you. And so that's begun. So my, I do have a podcast as well, which just, which just launched through Charisma Media and God did that. Right. Yeah. And so God is continuing to open doors and, and I'm, I'm also currently writing a book. So fo continuing to follow God in your business and continuing to grow it. And I think, again, going back to hiring the right people, having people with good integrity can keep your business on track and keep your business in line with God's purpose. If pieces of your business are spinning out of control and you don't have the right accountability in your finances or in your procedures, like we've created man, we, I've kind of been overboard with us creating manuals for on the administrative side, but I like for people to know what they're supposed to do. Yeah. I've worked in places where you didn't know what you were supposed to do and you had to compare who you heard it from with other people who they heard what they heard from because yeah. nothing was written down. So I think giving people nice structure, giving people nice boundaries and having everything being meaningful and planful rather than spinning out of control, then you can really be purposed and, and vision oriented toward what the Lord has put in your heart. And you can continue in a straight line rather than be going sideways, putting out fires. Yeah, I think that's good. I think some of the listeners will even just really appreciate the fact that you shared that uh, in, even though you've absolutely got a heart for the Lord, in your business, it's a secular business. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that they would really appreciate just hearing what you just said about, okay, yeah, my business is secular. Some people that are higher are Christians and some people that are higher aren't. But people at the end of the day see what flows out of your heart mm -hmm. as the business owner. And that's where God and the Holy Spirit works its magic. And it's not that you have to have it planted in, like obviously some people like to share with their employees, look, yeah, we are a Christian business and they might have values that say, you know, we believe that uh, Jesus Christ is our saviour, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But there are some businesses that are Christian business owners, but they might not even have that. They might just have the values but don't have, uh, Jesus Christ written in there and I think that you truly just have to follow what the Holy Spirit has told you to do 
and not be comparing yourself to others thinking that just because they do something one way, you need to do it that way. You need to take courage. Sorry, did you want to say something? No, it's just, it's so true because it almost felt like, could, it's like one of those moments where you're like, is this really God? Like, it's not this severe, but uh, could you imagine Mary saying, I did not sleep with that man, you know, but with a big baby bump? <laughs> you know? I mean, sometimes the things that the Lord has us do are like, really? You want me to be a Christian in a field that sometimes Christians can think is controversial, this, this you know, therapy and counseling, and you want me to have it be secular with Christian counseling upon request. Okay, Lord, you know, but, and it's been a growth, it's, it's been a growth experience for me and it's been wonderful and it's been beautiful. But yeah, sometimes it, it, the Lord leads us down paths where we're like, really? <laughs> the baby bump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's almost like a new, a new thing that we should start. Where did this baby bump come from? <laughs> yes. I did not sleep with that guy. <laughs> yes, yes. I know we've got members in our community. They're in construction. You know, they're like SJ. Not only am I a girl or a woman dealing mm-hmm. with guys who are very manly men, I'm mm-hmm. also a Christian woman. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell is going on here? And That's how do right. I even navigate right. that? <laughs> like, That's right. So I know that they will be listening to this podcast going, yep, I hear you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> That's good. That's it's right. Good. Um, so uh, you shared about a Bible verse that you read this morning, but what is your Bible verse for this season as a whole and why? Yeah, well, recently, well, October 15th was infant loss, infant and pregnancy loss remembrance day. And so I recently spoke at a group. This is what comes to mind. This is not completely related to our topic other than this is part of what I've been doing, sharing on lately as a part of my business. So, but I think the listeners will like this. And this is what comes to my spirit when you ask me the question. Is uh, the scripture in John 7, out of your rivers of living water will flow from you if you believe in me. And let's see, last week I was sharing on my own story of miscarriage. And I also had a, a, a almost full turn s- stillborn. And I was sharing on it, and what was so interesting was while I was sharing on it, a hurricane literally was hitting outside, and it was Hurricane, yeah, and it was Hurricane Michael. Well, the baby that I had birthed that had died, his name was Michael. Now, let me tie this to the scripture. When I looked up in the Greek, that word river the river of living water will flow out of your belly. When I looked it up, the, the word river literally means, could, can literally mean a torrent. So like this violent water coming forth, right? So out of our, out of our beings can come a violent, but in a good way, violent, like yeah. a, a forceful move of God. Okay, while outside there's this forceful move of nature called Michael. Well, here's what I want to say to us listeners. God takes our difficulties and turns them into torrents of ministry 
torrents that flow from us that set the captives free. And even through our businesses, he does this. I've had a lot of trauma in my life. And you know what my specialty is? Trauma. And I don't just rely on my experiences. I have a, I've gotten a lot of training in this area, so I've worked hard for it. But here's the beautiful thing. Hurricane Michael is coming through like you know, I lost a baby named Michael, but God is having a river flowing out of me, even from that broken place yeah. to heal people, to set people free. And so I do want to say that no matter where you are in life, in your business, God wants to turn your challenges into a torrent of living water flowing out of you in the very place where the enemy meant to harm you and that he wants you to be so full of his power and he is able to do that if you just believe in him and give him the hard things. Wowzers. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless. There's so many names or a particular name that came to mind when you just started speaking that and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have to share it with this person right now, but I haven't, I've refrained myself, but I will. So thank you so much. That is so powerful. And mm -hmm. I can just see that playing out in so many people's lives that they, I've never pictured it like that before. And it was a, a beautiful way to articulate it and mm -hmm. how you've said it like that, you know, it's not just a river, it's a gushing, it's, it's forward coming. It is there. And you're just like, Oh my gosh, I see that in so many people. And you know, all of this really hard stuff has happened to them. And now they are going out and they're absolutely kicking butt because of it. Woo! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you can't see Dr. Bravo, but she just put up like Arnie fists like you. <laughs> and, um, they're just doing incredible things for the Lord through it. And, it's just given them this amazing authority, this amazing strength. They can go, I know what you feel like on your darkest days. I am there with you, but this is what we have. And that's when the healing comes out. You know, it's okay to feel like that. It's okay, especially within losing babies and that kind of realm of things. It's probably got to be one of the hardest things for women to go through in their life is is losing a child and uh we've been through it as a sister a group of sisters in a community where we've been there for one of our sisters uh, where it has happened you know just being there you can you can't do anything you cannot imagine what it must feel like to go through something like that but yeah, just how you describe that. I'm just like, yes. <laughs> yes. Cool. Actually, I do have an ebook. I, I hadn't thought about, I didn't intend on going down that path, but I do have an ebook called um, Hope for the Dark Side of Motherhood that's free. <gasps> cool. If people are interested. And yeah. that's uh, uh, drbarbaralow.com forward slash motherhood. And it, the doctor is DR. So it's D-R-B-A-R-B-A-R-A-L-O-W-E.com forward slash motherhood. If you could send me the link and I'll yeah. make sure it's in the show notes as well. And I have another ebook that's free as well. And these are both short reads that's forward slash self-care. And it's a different, it's different than like bubble bath self-care. This book is on, has some real spiritual roots uh, and grounding in it. And I think people might enjoy those if they're interested. 
Yeah, sure. So listeners, we'll pop those in the show notes. I'll get the link from Dr. Barbara after and we'll make sure that they're available for you. So just to end and conclude our podcast, we are so grateful to have you on and for the wisdom that you shared with us. Uh, Where's your favorite place to hang out on social media? So I, I'm on Facebook a lot, but I also, I've just started getting on, I've just discovered Instagram. I'm late to the party. Uh, (laughs) So yeah. Um, And then I myself have a a website, a couple websites, drbarbaralow.com and then turn to greenleaf.com. Yeah. And your podcast is called? Uh, The Whole Life Podcast. And that can be found on iTunes and Google Play and Spotify and Charisma Podcast Network. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, And we just wish you, well, we don't even have to wish you all the best because God has got you. (laughs) You're doing incredible things. (laughs) And it's just been so amazing to be a tiny little part in your amazing journey. Keep going on and be an awesome lady. Oh, I so enjoyed it. Um, It's been so exciting to be here with you. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. that's it for today's podcast. We'll catch you next week. Hello there and welcome to the CWIB podcast show. If you haven't already heard, we've launched our very own CWIB free app, full to the brim with information, encouragement and godly support for you and your business. To download the app, head over to the Apple App Store or Google Play and search Christian Women in Business or head over to the show notes for the direct link. Don't forget, if you love the app, please give us a review. Keep being awesome.